Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted. I saw this video the other day that <laughs> made me really want to like double down on the importance of um, storytelling on the importance of branding and marketing, and especially if you are an influential person or ha- or a serial entrepreneur, because there's some sort of ego attached to uh, anybody with any influence, whether it be online influence or previous entrepreneurial influence, where you think that, oh, just because I'm somebody with a ton of followers or just because I've started a ton of businesses before, that means I know how to build a brand, and I strongly disagree, okay? Um, one, I'm not the type of person to be a yes man. Like, I was talking with a client the other day, and she told me, she's like, the reason I hired you is because you know how to keep me in check. And I'm very proud of that. Like, I don't um, tell you what you want to hear. Um, I don't tell you that, oh, my gosh, yes, everything's going to be amazing. I plant seeds that at the time, like right now, me telling you that you having a ton of followers does not guarantee that your business is going to be successful or you having previous business acumen or entrepreneurial success does not mean other future businesses are going to be successful. That may be triggering to you and that may like pinch a nerve, but sometime down the line, you're going to come back and be like, she was right. (laughs) And that you don't have to say it now. I'm not relying on that, but I was watching a video on TikTok um, by a creator named Ashwin. He is also a branding expert and a marketing expert. And um, he was talking about uh, Dave Portnoy's new brand, Brick Watch Company. Um, As you know, Dave Portnoy founded Barstool Sports, which is a very large media company that has paved the way for a ton of creatives to form careers out of podcasting and media and social media. he really created a powerful a powerful company that became a movement within a very like niche community, right? Um and in culture in general. So, Dave has launched Brick Watch Company. And I don't really like know a ton of information about Dave. Um I you know, all I know is that he's the pizza review guy and he's also on um BFF's podcast with Josh Richards and Brittany 
I don't remember her last name, but all I know is her TikTok handle is Brittany Chicken Fry. Um, So that's kind of all all I really know about Dave Portnoy in terms of his personality and all of those kinds of things. But this man has launched a watch company. And Ashwin, the creator that was talking about this, was mentioning how he was seeing a lot of discrepancies within the branding. So the watch company is called Brick Watch Company. Um, They sell $2,400 watches. So it's a luxury watch, right? And I don't know a lot about watches, but I can tell you that when Ashwin started sharing uh, screenshots from the website and the social, I immediately thought, there's no fucking way that people think that this costs $2,400. Like, there's just no way that somebody looks at that and thinks, luxury watch. And there were certain things that he was mentioning that I was like, yep, yep, I think the same thing. I think the same thing. We are 100% the same brain cell on this issue. And so his video caused, like, kind of an uproar. Apparently it got to Dave, and he featured it in his own, like, little press conference video on TikTok where he was addressing negative critique. Um, And he was being quite defensive about it, I would say. Usually when people do that, it's common, by the way. So if you get defensive about your own business when somebody critiques it, which is critique is constructive criticism. It's just like an opportunity to make yourself better, but you don't have to take it, right? Take it or leave it. Um, Usually when people get really defensive about critique, it's rooted in one of two things, sometimes both. One you lack the the expertise or acumen um, on the thing that is being critiqued about. So in this particular case, branding, marketing, positioning, um, he, I'm not, I mean, he's founded a very successful media company. So do I agree that he has marketing acumen? Yes, right? But do I think that he has branding and positioning and messaging acumen, especially when it's come when it comes to a DDC brand, especially within the luxury market? I don't necessarily know. Um, and that could be part of the reason why he was getting so defensive. The second reason, which was incredibly apparent to me that I can just based on behavior can confirm is what was definitely happening. Um, and that was he's very attached to this brand. And that may be because it's a it's a passion project. It's something he really loves. Maybe he collects watches. Maybe he's just really in love with, you know, watches and the luxury space. I don't know. But for some reason, he's very emotionally attached to this company. And the very simple explanation for that could be that this is his company. It's his baby. It's his passion project. Again, very common thing. I say this all the time, but you are the only one who cares about your product. And the interesting thing is that every single founder that has a product or has a business cares like 3,000 times more about that business than their consumers or anybody else, okay? You care a lot about your product. And and again, you are the only one who cares that much about your product. Um, that being said... I do agree with Ashwin, the creator that, that was talking about this company, uh, this the Brick Watch Company, in that there's really no storytelling happening here. There's nothing like 
captivating or interesting about the brand that positions it in a way where it's like, wow, this is luxury. Wow, gotta have it. Okay. And my initial thought that ended up being confirmed when I watched uh, Dave's response, because he apparently saw Ashwin's video and it really like ruffled his feathers. My initial thought was, oh, he just thinks he has a lot of influence and a ton of followers. And he thinks that those people are going to go and buy because it's Dave Portnoy's brand. And then he literally confirmed it. He was like, well, my followers, the people that love me, they're going to go buy this brand. I don't fucking understand why I need to do blah, blah, blah. And that is a really, really big issue. It's a huge issue amongst people of influence, uh, entrepreneurs in general, Those types of people typically think that just because they have a ton of followers or just because they have previously founded businesses, that that alone will build a brand for them, that that alone will make their future brands and businesses successful. No, false, incorrect. (laughs) Unless you left your influence to chance, you should be incredibly aware of who is following you. And how many of those people are your ideal target audience? Because not everybody's going to be. Some people are following you because they hate you and they just want to hate watch you. Some people follow you because they think you're hot, but they don't really care about what you have to say. Some people follow you because they like the way you dress. But again, they don't really care about what it is that you're saying or what you're doing. They just really like your style. And they're hoping that one day you're going to share your Amazon storefront so they can know where you get all your clothes. Okay. Um, sometimes it's younger people that are following you because they want to be like you, they want to look like you or because whatever, right? But you should have in mind, like, who is my ideal target audience? What does that person care about? What is that person interested in? And that person, you know, is going to be somebody that really cares about the value that you contribute into the world. So then when you go and launch a brand or a business, they're going to be more intrigued than somebody who just thinks you're hot or just, you know, likes the way you dress, but like really isn't going to care about anything you do unless it has to do with fashion, right? So having strictly followers or having strictly started previous businesses is not enough to say, I know how to build a brand or I know how to create a product or a service that's going to be a staple in people's lives. I know how to, you know, create kind of like a cult, so to speak, around my product or around my offer or whatever it is that you're selling to people. Um, And that's because people don't care about your product, like I said. People care to have their emotional needs addressed. They want to have their ego fed. They want to um, achieve their goals. They want to chase their dreams. They want to have less anxiety. They want to have more confidence. They want to receive clarity on something. They want to be guided. They It's all emotional. 90% of the decisions that we make are emotionally driven. And that's according to the annual review of psychology in the U.S. But I would argue that 100% of your decisions that we make are emotionally driven. Has very little to do with like, this product is great because it's this product. It's like, no, this product is great because it's cheap. Or (laughs) it gives me freedom to hang out with my kids. Or it um, makes me look and feel really great. 
or it helps me work out or it helps me, you know, whatever. Like it's all about what the emotional value of the things that you buy is. And the emotional value is communicated through marketing, branding, positioning, and messaging. And that are that is things like your imagery, your logo, your website, and the usability experience on said website. Um, any forms of advertising that you put out into the world, where you host, if you have like a, let's say you put together um, a focus group of people. Okay, you may not have thought about this. But where you have your focus group is incredibly important. If you have your focus group on an app like Geneva versus an app like Slack, it's two very different people that are going to that are going to enjoy those experiences. Um, and all of that contributes to the overall brand values and the brand message that you want to communicate. And everything, everything has to be intentional. Whatever you finally land on has to be intentional. It's a lot of trial and error. You'll try certain things. Oh, that might not work out. Oh, the word that I used in this sentence didn't position this correctly. Oh, this doesn't communicate the emotional values. I focused a little too much on ingredients, found out my consumer doesn't care about ingredients. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like, those are all, they're all going to, you're going to go through trial and error, but it has to be intentional decision making here. And the way that you make intentional decisions is by having brand positioning and brand values and goals for the brand that you set and an ideal target audience that you're talking to. You're not marketing to yourself. You're not marketing to everybody. You're marketing to a specific group of people. In order to market to that specific group of people successfully and position your brand to be a staple in their lives, you have to understand who they are and what their emotional needs are. And I recommend using something like the iceberg effect, which uh, which dives a lot deeper into the psychological components of your target audience. So this is not, you know, just demographics, like where they live, how much money they make, you know, what they do for work, what their name is, how they look, right? It's like deeper shit. What are their fears? What can make them feel more confident? Um... What are their relationships like with their parents? What uh, stores do they shop at? Why do they go to those specific stores? Uh, how do they spend their money? But specifically, if they had an extra $100 to spend or an extra million dollars to spend, how would they spend that? If they do spend money, are they more likely to spend money on like entertainment or are they more likely to put that money that somebody else would spend on entertainment, they would go and, like, invest it somewhere else? Like, those kinds of things. Do they value status? Or are they more practical? Are they buying things because it has a good design? Or are they buying it because it's going to last them a long time? Um, and if they're the same person who buys for design and for a long-lasting item why do they care about both things at once? It's deeper shit. It's like trying to understand their emotional motivators for, for things. Because then you're going to put all of that into copy. You're going to put that into the creative direction that you use to create content or imagery or advertisements. It's a lot more than just, I have a ton of followers and that's why people are going to buy. It's a lot more than just, well, I've started other businesses. Okay, but you probably hired people, right? You hired marketers, you hired social media creators, you hired um, project managers, maybe you outsourced all of that work to an agency. Like, 
you hired other people and that's great that you knew how to hire them and you whatever but the if you're outsourcing this stuff then you have to like be selective into who it is that you're outsourcing it to and the people that you outsource work for a media company may not be the same people that you outsource work for a d2c company because maybe that agency doesn't specialize in D2C. Maybe they specialize in working with other media companies because that's their target audience and that's who they want to help specifically, right? So it made me, this video that by, by Ashwin, the uh, branding expert, made me want to mention how important it is to invest into storytelling when it is when you are creating a brand that's what creates a brand the story not the product product creates a business um but the story creates a brand and the brand is what becomes something that people talk about and are excited about and want to share with other people and that brand shouldn't rely on how many followers you have or you as a person necessarily. You can if you want to, but if you're hoping down the line to exit out of this business or have it be acquired by another company, if it just falls back on your influence and how many followers and, and you have in your name and whatever, that may not be the best long-term strategy because it doesn't necessarily allow you to perhaps branch out of your community and target other people elsewhere who don't know who you are and maybe don't give a fuck. So just keep all that in just keep all that in mind. 